How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Now's the time to go inside the Tiger Den and it's brought to you by Go Tax Resolution. Your go-to tax resolution team, G-E-A-U-X. Go Tax Go. And on our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line, we have on Jeff Palermo from the Louisiana Radio Network. Jeff, how you doing this afternoon? Well, doing well, Mike and Herb. Hope you're uh, shucking some oysters over there. No, we, we got them shucked already, so we good. <laughs> That's already done, man. Come on, we ain't, uh, ain't got time for that, but it's all good. Uh, Jeff, uh, at least it's not uh, 115 degrees outside, you know. Uh, we've had some pretty good weather, sort of knock on wood. I mean, it's hot, but not like it has been, man, in, in July and August, which was absolutely brutal. But what was really brutal last week was watching LSU's defense in the second half, and they just really got it took to them. And getting beat is one thing. Getting beat up is another. And I think that has really gotten under the skin of Brian Kelly. And you can tell by the way he was talking all week long. And as the week went on, he got a little feistier and feistier about it that he was really upset after watching the game film where it looked in the second half, and I know they didn't throw it in the towel, but it looked to be that way, Herb. I mean, uh, Jeff, it really did look as though, yep. you know, in the, late in the, in the fourth quarter, you know, whatever Florida State wanted, they got. And I can accept getting beat if you better than me, mm-hmm. but I can't accept you quitting. And I think that was a lot of half you know what uh, going on in that second half. Well, obviously, when uh, after the game, uh, you know, one of the, the quotes that really made a lot of headlines was from Coach Brian <laughs> Kelly is, we're not the team we thought we were. And Man, I that sounds like Denny Green. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I don't think it's what they, you know, their physical talents. I, I still think. I agree. Brian Kelly believes he's got a physically talented team and they can do a lot of things. I, I just think he was shocked by you know, you know, just mentally, how, how this team uh, just shriveled uh, in the second half when Florida State took it to another gear, and LSU couldn't respond. And in fact, it just seemed like uh, LSU just, uh, you know, crawled into a corner and uh, 
just uh, took their whooping, and, and that was it. And I think that is what uh, really surprised Coach Brian Kelly more than anything. And, you know, there's a lot of things you can say as far as, um, you know, where LSU is at as far as do they have, you know, the, the, I guess the phrase or the question that's been asked, you know, do they have that dog in them? Can they, can, you know, if somebody punches them in the mouth, are they going to come back and punch back? And they, they just didn't do that in the first test. Uh, plenty, plenty of season though here, guys, for them to yeah, right. uh, show that mm-hmm. they do have a little bit of dog in them. And if uh, the next time they do get punched right in the nose, hopefully for LSU's sake, they come back uh, swinging as hard as they possibly can. Jeff, uh, new faces, because I think when things go wrong, maybe younger guys will go with people a little bit longer. I think older guys got no patience. Man, they want to make a move. And I think you're going to see some new faces in the lineup real quickly for LSU. Well, I think Zalance Hurd is, is the guy that we're expecting to get right. some snaps here tonight. I, I don't, I'm not expecting he's going to start tonight, but I think he's definitely going to get some playing time. And that was something that they were tinkering, or tinkering around with even in the preseason. I think you're going to see uh, some more Chris Hilton tonight. Um, Logan Diggs looks like he's healthy. I would imagine we're going to see a little bit more of him tonight. Uh, what else could we see out of the uh, defensive secondary? Can we see more of Aston Stamps? Uh, maybe we you – know, and, and I can understand why they didn't play Hurd or Stamps more or, or why they didn't play Hurd at all. Right. I think Stamps only got one play. I mean, that was a that was a tough environment uh, going up against a, a top-five team in Florida State, uh, basically uh, in, in their backyard. Uh, I mean, it was a pseudo-home game for Florida State. So – Maybe was it the time to uh, put in a true freshman. But, you know, go back to last season when they didn't play very well in the Superdome and they lost that game against Florida State. One of the big changes that Brian Kelly did at that point was put Emory Jones in at right tackle. He played him a little bit against Southern. And then the following week against Mississippi State, Emory Jones started. Mm-hmm. And he never gave up that starting spot again. So if we do see Zalens Hurd this week or tonight. I would imagine uh, you'll see him get a few snaps here tonight. They move Emory Jones to right guard. They put Hurd at right tackle because he really, he's not a guy that can play multiple positions like Jones can. And actually Jones is a guard at Catholic High. So he, he's accustomed to that position. And I think, that's, I think those are the, the, the changes that you'll certainly see. And, of course, we're also see, waiting to see how they utilize Harold Perkins tonight and whether we might see him rush the passer more than he did last week. Jeff, we, you know, we talked about this a little bit earlier, and I just want to get your take on it. We talk about the players and what they did or did not do, what we wanted them to do. But let's talk about the coaching staff, and let's talk about exactly how, did, did you see anywhere where you thought that this team was, one, prepared for this game, not just the game as far as the X's and O's, but just the lights and how big of a stage this game was. And then also, did you see any type sort of uh, in-game, um, um, you know, changes or, you know, any kind of just some sort of philosophy difference, you know, in the game? Because to me, it looked like we just kind of was really outthinking ourselves and not really putting our team in the very best situation. What are your thoughts? Well, I was just kind of surprised early on that we just didn't see them try to establish some sort of running game. Like, I don't, I never felt like they even tried to commit to it. And I think if you commit to running the football, I think then that sets a mentality 
with your with your team saying, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna be the more physical team here tonight, and we're mm-hmm. gonna come out and we're gonna run the football." And mm-hmm. it just seemed to me that it was a little bit more of uh, well, they, they 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 never went to the run, they never went to the ground game, and then I, I just think, um, especially in the second half, I, I don't know, uh, you know, I'm not. I can't, I can't sit here and say that I'm a coach. I don't know what adjustments they could have made in the second half. It, it seemed to me Florida State got on a run, LSU wilted under it, and I don't know if they could have done some kind of different coverages, did uh, some other kind of type of blitzes. I don't know if that really – I don't think that would have changed anything. Uh, I, I just mm-hmm. think that it was more of a, just the mentality of where LSU was and Florida State was – just surging with confidence at that point that uh, there really wasn't any way for LSU to, to um, you know, to counteract that. So I think a lot of it starts with, um, you know, what, what happens at practice. And I think the, the thing that Coach Kelly has talked a little bit about, and we heard it from Jaden Daniels on Wednesday, you, you, you got to practice like you're going to play on Saturday. And, the team didn't have the intensity that they needed to have or the sense of urgency that they needed to have in practice, and then it showed up in the game. And apparently, uh, based on what we're hearing, it, it was better this week. Well, it, it should be better after you get Could it be worse? The way you That's did right. Sunday night. <laughs> you know? Uh, Jeff, one of the, the guys that we get asked about all the time and we're not at uh, LSU's practices is, is Denver Harris. Okay, you're a five-star recruit. You, know, you, you played a lot of football last year at, at Texas A&M. Yes. And then you come in here at LSU, you think you're a superstar and maybe your work ethic and your concentration wasn't as good as it should be. And um, you know what? You got a big hole at corner uh, with a guy who's that talented. And just by some of the remarks he's made on his Instagram accounts and others, Sounds like I think we're going to see Denver Harris tonight. Well, I would hope so. It's just been very perplexing, right? And, and really, that's I the whole, agree. The, the whole I college agree. career, though, the, the whole college career for Denver Harris has been perplexing, right? I mean, is right. ultra talented player uh, doesn't play in the season opener last year because he misses curfew, then gets involved, and then when he does get on the field, he's sensational. Uh, a midseason freshman All-American, and then he gets suspended with a bunch of other guys, and, and then that's it for him at Texas a So, mm-hmm. obviously, he's got some baggage when it comes to LSU. And LSU thought, well, okay, you know, just like a lot of teams, a lot of organizations, a lot of programs feel like, hey, I, got, I see this talented guy, maybe I can get through to him. Yep, and right. um, apparently they have yet to get through to him <laughs> as far as what they wanted to see from him. Um, but to me, if they can figure out the Denver Harris mystery, get him on the field, boy, does that that improves the defense. Because that's the thing that you're just lacking back. Really, I, I would say, guys, that the, the last two years here, I mean, the, the, the idea of DBU and LSU is, they're just not at that type of level. They don't have those really premier defensive backs, guys that are going to be drafted in the first and second round, good cover corners, outstanding safeties. They got away with it to a, a certain extent last season, and you know it was really exposed on Sunday. But here's Denver Harris, a guy that if he can, if he can, if he can get right, you're looking at a guy that could be a potential NFL player. 
So you know, to, to try to unlock whatever is missing out of this guy, that's that's a huge key, I think, for the uh, the rest of the season. So I do hope we get to see him tonight uh, because uh, they desperately need someone like a Denver Harris to step up in that defensive secondary and help out. Jeff, one of the things is the development of guys that you bring in as freshmen that would see playing time and then you see the big growth of them as a sophomore. We don't see that anymore. No. And, and I know some of it gets lost with the transfer. Uh, transfer but also too is when you're changing coaches yeah uh you know and 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 how you look at the cornerback position i think for lsu fans the frustrating thing is where's the young corner that that would take over for the transfer guy we don't see that either and so they got to put a big emphasis uh on this recruiting class on the cornerback spot well, Zy Alexander is maybe a guy that you would be talking about, right? Right. He, he was a freshman last year, didn't play at all. You would hope someone like him could step up and be a significant part. He was over at Acadiana, but he, he actually missed most of his senior season at Acadiana with a knee injury. Right. I think he didn't come back until like the state championship game or the playoffs or something like that. So the guy really didn't play much his last couple of years there. So they're trying to build him up to speed, but I think there is certainly a um, there is certainly a desire to get some talented cornerbacks. One of them is over at Lafayette Christian right now. Uh, he's slinging the football and running the football all over the place as a quarterback. But this Jawan Johnson is a guy that they, they yep. he was originally committed to Colorado. Now they got him coming to LSU. Uh, you know, that's the kind of guy that you're a uh, super talented kid, uh, bigger kind of guy, um, ready to play power five football. I think those are the type of recruits that you're hoping to get more of. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I think, Mike, there has been a, a little bit of a drought here in the state of Louisiana when it comes it sure to really, has. Good, really good high school cornerbacks for whatever reason. So you got to spread the so tentacles a out a little bit. For LSU to get. You got to spread the tentacles. You got to go yeah. into Texas and Florida yeah. uh, to get those guys. Uh, heard one more question before we uh, got to go to break. Well, you know, before we move on, Jeff, the biggest thing I think you said was that we need to establish some sort of a run game, right? How do we fix the punt return game again? How do we fix <laughs> this again, Jeff? We're back at it. I know I asked you this question last week, yeah, but we I got to ask you again. 2021 again. How do we get back to where we were a year ago? last year how do we get better how do we go where do we go from here man yeah my jaw hit the floor when aaron anderson muffed that <laughs> we've been talking about this for the last four weeks now this guy's gonna sell you know us media us in the media and even coach brian kelly hey he, he's the he's the answer he's the problem solver there and what do you know he does the same thing that the guys did last year i mean that was uh, that was just uh, – I couldn't believe that happened. But, I, I mean, you got to keep going with him, right? I mean, I, I, you know, unless yeah, he I just agree. completely uh, – unless he just completely falls apart and muffs another punt. But, hey, here, here's a game where you, uh, you know, you would anticipate you're going to get to be able to work on this, right? I mean, yep. Grambling's punter should get a workout here tonight in this yeah, game. Yeah, he should. Unless, he should. I uh, hope so. Grambling's turning the ball over a bunch. <laughs> so, here's a chance for Aaron Anderson with – with guys that are are not as fast and big and you know and flying down the field like they were at Florida State to get a little bit more comfortable, uh, maybe he gets uh, feels a little bit better about himself. 
I mean, Brian Kelly said it really just comes down to fundamentals. You just can't think you're going to snatch the ball out of the air and then dodge a couple defenders and go 60 yards for a touchdown. You know, you're, you're not playing uh, at Edna Carr anymore. You're, you're playing against That's some true. legitimate big-time athletes. So I'm willing to give him another chance. I saw the kid play in high school. I know yep. he can do it. Uh, but, uh, man, you, you just you hope you don't see that again here in the next couple of weeks because then you really got to be scratching your head and saying, well, you just – I mean, you, you just then you just go with Gregory Clayton at that point, have him call fair catch like he does all the time. And, and <laughs> no, I ain't doing do that. I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, listen, I think the world of Greg Clayton, and, but I, I got to have a dynamic guy back there to, to make a play uh, for me as a yeah. proper You got too many athletes on this team. Uh, Jeff, thanks so much for joining us, man. Really appreciate yeah. it. Thanks. And uh, uh, get some cool air, and uh, hopefully we'll be talking about it something a little bit better next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it should be, should be an interesting game, fun game to watch. Yeah, sure uh, enough. And, uh, yeah, you guys have a good time there over at Acme Oyster. All righty. Thank you thanks, so much. Jeff. That was Jeff Palermo on our Inside the Tiger Den segment. And it was brought to you by Go Tax Resolution. Your go-to tax resolution team, G-E-A-U-X. Go Tax Go, Go Tax Resolution. We'll be back with more of our Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show live right here from Acme Oyster House, 3535 Perkins Road here in Baton Rouge right after this break here on the Big 870. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance but hurry in these deals won't last add more joy to your journey at the hyundai getaway sales event now get zero percent apr or up to 1500 bonus cash on the hyundai tucson now during the hyundai getaway sales event offers end soon call 562-314-4603 for details Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.